Welcome back to Save the Pumpkins podcast, Christmas edition. Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. This is Amy. And this is Shane. So, what do we got going on today? I just left you with a really cold open there. I just didn't, instead of taking over and talking 100 miles an hour like I normally do, I just waited to see what I know you, you threw me off there. <laughs> I was waiting for it and it didn't come, so... Who, um, what can we criticize or hype up today? Uh, so we're recording two today, right? We talked about this. I don't mind spoiling a little bit behind the scenes. Um, I don't, I don't think we're going to be a lot of of uh, criticizing. You will, of course. Yes. Today we're going to talk about 2023's "Checking It Twice," starring. Sorry. Oh, we both did starring at the same time, and neither of us are <laughs> going to say okay. So it's starring Kim Atula and Kevin Mc- McGarry. Now I don't know him. Uh, I've not seen. Honestly, didn't look up much on him. Uh, Kim Atula was in probably my favorite Christmas movie of last year. Mm-hmm. Right, that that yeah. we, uh, if people go back on and um, and watch it, <laughs> I think that was the one where you uh, made fun of me a lot because. I think is that the one that you, you said? You weren't listening to it. You were uh, watching. Were we yeah. watching the you same totally movie? You totally forgot it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, that she was in Ghost of Christmas Always. That's the movie we're talking about, and it was. I think she's a, I think she is a an, a, a good actress, a really good actress. I, like, I think she's talented. Uh, when we got through watching that, I thought, okay, next on Hollywood, like she's going to be. Like uh, uh, Jesse Schramm is on uh, Chicago Hope or whatever she's mm-hmm. on. I was like, oh, well, this. Chicago Mid. Oh, I thought it was Chicago Hope was the name of it. Is that name? Oh, I'm, where's Chicago Hope? Isn't Chicago Hope, I think, is from like a long time ago. I think you're wrong about that. I'm going to have to look that up in a minute. But I think okay. I might be right. But, but I don't know. Anyway, I was thinking to myself, well, she's going to be she's going to be in the next. Like somebody's going to scoop her up. She's good. And well, she's got that look that Hollywood likes to, you know. the. I agree. I agree that I think that she's a good actress, and I'm a little disappointed uh, up against who she put in this this role. Because up against who she put? You mean who? Who they put her against? With oh, oh her her yeah, co-star. Okay, her co-star, yeah. Oh. Um, I don't, I don't want to talk too bad about him, but we'll get there. So this one is directed by Evan Fair, who directed Three Beds, Two Bath, and One Ghost, or as you like to call it, Three Beds, One Bath. That's. <laughs> mm. You're um, never going to let me live these nope. down, are you? Uh, which which we also really liked. Both of us really liked. Mm-hmm. Julie Gonzalo and, and, uh, and her husband. And we thought it was really good. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and we're going to do what we've been doing with these, which is to say we're not going to spoil it. I'm, I'm going to get to a point, and then I'm just going to stop talking about the story and, and start talking about the things that we liked slash didn't like about it, right? But we'll talk about the story a little bit. We uh, we open up and Ashley, who's Kim Atula's character, Ashley, is at an airport. And she's just kind of wandering around as the credits roll. And she gets a call from her her current boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But it, they didn't really go. He he is gone in five seconds and you never hear from yeah, him again. Yeah, it's current boyfriend and co-worker. Co-worker, a real estate. She's a real estate agent. And he's telling her, I'm a, I was a little confused with this. I didn't go back and watch it again, uh, th- this section, because I wanted to talk to you about it and get your sort of your interpretation of what you remember, which is scary. But that's what I want to get. So he's saying to her, oh, yeah, about those clients, they just decided they'd be more comfortable going with me. 
And she says, you're, I can't believe you're poaching one of my, one of my clients. Right. And that's what he's doing. in in essence, he's, po- he's taking one of her clients. Right. You get the impression that their relationship is cold. I don't remember there being any love you, sweetie, you know, a little like, little yeah, it's, it's very matter of fact and real pet quick, names like or anything. Yeah, it is. And then she, I don't know if she breaks up with him. She hangs up on him. I don't know if she says, well, that's it. We're just not going to work together. I don't know if she says that or not. Well, because the plan was that he was supposed to come. A little, little holiday in handcuffs for you. A little holiday in handcuffs. He's supposed to come and be with her to visit the parents or whatever. Um, Yeah. It. He's, he's, I'm not, not, rem, I'm not, not remembering him, nor am I avoiding bringing the, the, the actor up or anything like that. He's, irrelevant completely like it's not even it's barely a bit part it's it's completely irrelevant so anyway she goes around and 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 goes to the airport gift shop right she's looking for i think now she's she has now succumbed to the uh the comfort food that women i was getting ready to say she goes towards the chocolate yeah that women uh, giggled and felt guilty about giggling because i was like i'm not a woman i don't know what it's like to drink chocolate uh eat chocolate through a a breakup but when she did it i looked over to you and i'm like that's funny right like she just went yeah eat chocolate chocolate. and then she grabbed a magazine that had some title (laughs) on it that was relatable to what she was going through at that moment some like 15 ways to get your hair your your mojo back or whatever yeah some cosmopolitan type uh thing uh and she kind of bumps into Scott, uh, who's played by uh, Kevin McGarry. Hope I'm saying that right. Right, McGarry. A lot of these people, by the way, we'll talk about it in the in the next film. We're going to review, uh, or, or just discuss, I should say, review, discuss. A lot of these people. What I do is, if I if their name isn't something like Jim Jones that I can easily pronounce it, I'll just go look up an interview with them and hear them pronounce it. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to do, because you know you can. You can think something is said one way and be just completely wrong. But a lot of them don't have, they just don't have interviews. I was shocked on the next movie we were going to be. There was a couple of the actresses. I was like, really? You don't talk ever? You were fantastic in this movie. Your agent kind of stinks because you should be out there. People should know who you are kind of thing. But uh, but his name is Kevin McGarry, I believe. Uh, Mc- McGarry. And he plays Scott. She runs into Scott. Uh, Scott is coming in from... He's be he's being transferred to like a, a forum team, a hockey team, a forum hockey team with aspirations of going to Boise because this is in Idaho, Idaho Falls. So he's got aspirations of going to to Boise to play. But he's being transferred to this new hockey team, the Trouts, right? I think that's what they were called. Give us a warm trout welcome. Yeah, yeah the Trouts. So. It, it's weird. Are we are we weird that we're in Idaho for a? It uh, is weird, but it's refreshingly different. Yeah, that um, track. But does it track that it's Idaho and hockey? I mean, I just uh, thought that the whatever. shirts with the trouts on it, like uh, animated trouts, was <laughs> I, a little comical. Yeah, but that's okay, right? Because that's lighthearted and that fits the the vibe you hope they're going for. Which, by the way. This is one of my few criticisms Criticisms of checking it twice is they don't really have a vibe. They're just kind of doing a thing. There's not well, like a, before you go a little bit further, yeah. I don't know if huh? we we're going to hit on this or not, but um, can I just say how cute the scene was in this gift shop? Were you on the same page with me? It what? portrayed the inside of an airplane 
and people were able to sit and the seating was like airplane seats up against I mentioned it and you said yeah right you were already thinking it obviously yeah and cute little overhead but it was like but it was a a shelving that they put little things on it It was so adorable it might be my second favorite or third favorite thing in the movie I just thought that it was they they went a little beyond yeah in this, and I thought it was really. But no, that's important. That's uh, important. That's like stage design, right? That's uh, so there are a lot of people that get together to work on these things, you know, right? And uh, you know, my obsession with wanting to know more about behind the scenes. But you you make a really good point. I, some of these people really go out like they like that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Were they were they copying an airport design they had seen or did they come up with that? If they came up with that, that was really good. It was really good. That was a really good I idea. Really was impressed. And, and it's important. I, gosh, I guess I should have really looked that up. I don't know who did the stage design, who's responsible for that, but whoever it is, if you're listening to this, good job. It was good. Yeah. It was really good. I agree with you. Now, was it relevant what he had picked up in the gift shop? Oh, you're going you're gonna to call me out. What did he pick up? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. Being funny? Or did you know? I don't remember. Oh, no, it was a magazine or something, wasn't it? I don't know. What did he pick up? Was it a magazine? That doesn't make any difference because he was in a, the point of the scene is he's in a hurry. She's in a hurry. They both tried to pay for the, he's going up and he rings the little bell, kind of like a jerk, right? Like an impatient mm-hmm. jerk, you know, whatever. I relate impatience with jerkiness, I guess, but he rings the little bell, the, you know, that's, that would be at the front of a, like a bellhop's place and he rings it. And, uh, and you know, she, Ashley Kimitula's character says, I, I think she heard you and she grabs the bell, right? So you get a little friction there. But when the lady comes up, they literally both pay for their thing at the same time with the same colored credit card. You can see where we're, where we're headed. And of course they do. They mix up their credit cards. Um, we don't know that yet because both of them leave. Uh, they speak to each other. She, she says something to him, like a little initial. Do you remember what she says to him initially? Just like an initial Hey, how you doing, or or whatever? Do you remember what he says? Isn't it something to the effect of, um, "It's been a long day," or "It's been yeah, yeah." Both one of them, of those... both of them, go back and forth with each other about been that kind of day, sort right. of thing. But it's very quick, and then they break away, and and she goes on her merry way, he goes on his merry way, and they they don't learn until later about the credit cards. But uh, at any rate, she goes, he goes to his team, flies into the team. And she goes to her to her house, uh, and both of them. We get to see a little bit of, of both of them, so we get to see Scott goes to the team. We learn about Scott. What do we learn about Scott? Scott is fighting being mm. in his father's uh, shadow. Mm. Well, we don't learn that. I don't think right then, but yeah, he is. And and what's he? He's like a. He's not a very merry gentleman. He doesn't He's care for the holidays. He's getting ready to be indicted into the well, no, the Hall of Fame, the dad. Inducted. Indicted would be... Indicted, inducted. In, yeah. You know Nick, where I was Nathan going. Nolan, indicted, inducted. The two very different indicted and inducted words, but we're going to leave that right there. His dad's getting ready to get inducted into the... Um, some kind of... NHL. Is it the NHL Hall of yeah, Fame? Do they Hall actually call, call out the... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's All right. Uh, but that's not... We don't learn that just yet, I don't think. What we, what we learn is... Scott not super merry. He's not a merry man. And this is a small town. Looks like these players, uh, the players on this team are made up of people that are either trying to get to Boise to the next team before they can go to the NHL. Or let's be honest, they're just kind of hometown heroes and they're just going to play and 
Well, and, we, and but we also have to right? mention that Scott is thirty-two years old, so his he's he up in age. And they do, and they do, they mention that, and and you know, because like one of the players is like, "Hey, what's up, pops?" Keeps calling him pops, old timer. I say, "What's up?" But the, the player's name is like Pierre. He's like French or something, like a French Canadian accent, so he doesn't say "What's up." But he, uh, Scott is, you know, the coach comes in and goes, "Hey, we're all going to the." It's a very don't you know kind of weird for Idaho, but whatever. He goes, uh, hey, we're having the um, coach comes in and says we're having the the celebratory thing where we get together with the town and you know and and play uh, or, or or talk about the Christmas festivities or whatever. It's a thing we do for the town. The players do it for the town. And Scott stands up and says, hey, you know, no offense, I'm not really a holiday kind of guy. He says, I'm gonna spend some extra time on the ice. And uh, the coach says, as much as the town supports this team, I don't think it's too much for you ask of you to come and be a part of this festivities where we get back to the town all the players kind of look at him and he's like yeah that's okay that's fine you know he's a we'll get there we'll talk about him uh in a bit but then we cut back to kim matua uh who's ashley and ashley is in her she meets her her sister meets her at the airport to pick her up because she's you know when she's coming in the plane and we get to see her sister and her cousin, Becca, her cousin. Um, I think it's her cousin. Cousin or or childhood friend? Oh, I think it's her cousin. I don't think it's her. I think they're, I think they're childhood friends. She's she's quite a bit younger. It looks like. Anyway, she picks her up, but they pick her up at the airport, bring her back home, and we get to learn a little bit about uh, about Ashley's family. They're very, very Christmas. Um, it seemed very sweet, almost vanilla sweet, almost like no one's, there's not a standout personality. Like dad's going to be mad that you didn't bring your boyfriend home. No, it's quite the opposite. They're very, we love you, baby. Whatever you, we think you're the greatest. Don't you know? Like everybody's happy, you know, and that's her, that's her family dynamic. That's just who they are. Um, and I was waiting for them to kind of, one of them to show some jealousy or some, you know, like the the never been Christ, where the two moms were like, oh, maybe not everybody's best friend, but uh, this wasn't this wasn't like that. I don't want to bring up never been Christ again, but you know, <clears throat> gotta gotta leave that one out, right? Well, and then we also in bringing up the the cousin or the friend, um, okay. yeah. she's like a starting out her you know like a real estate business. She is, yeah. You can go right into that if you want to. Yeah, she's she's. She's very good in this as well. She does a good job. A lot of the, I'm so happy that a lot of these bit players in these movies that, be, that we're watching are secondary characters wind up being the stars. I don't necessarily know if I want them to be the stars. I want the stars to be the stars, but I like it when they're really good. We're going to talk about one in, in the next movie. We talk about a couple of them, in fact. Oh, multiples. Uh, where the whole movie is made up of characters that you're just like these goofy, weird characters that you can't wait. There's one in this movie to me. There's one we'll talk about but let's talk about Kevin McGarry for ourselves he plays this character uh Scott I don't know if you felt this way or not I think he plays him very goofy Mm -hmm. like he plays him and I kept thinking about I'm I'm gonna name a, a better performance uh Jesse Hutch in Let It Snow Jesse Hutch plays Brady in Let It Snow character Brady like like he's got some problems with his dad, but that his anger isn't unreasonable. He plays him as a vulnerable 
man who, you know, who can be messed with, but he play, he there's nuance to his performance. It's like he didn't just go, well, this is a stupid holiday, Mark Holiday movie. I'm going to come in here and kind of mosey around. And I'm not suggesting that's what Kevin McGarry did. But there's zero nuance to his performance. It's it's goofy and it isn't like towards the end. I, can't, I guess I can't say zero. Towards the end when it gets a little bit more about his dad, he gets a little teary-eyed a little bit like that. Because his dad... His dad is a former hockey player and treated his hockey team like they were his family, not his family. He was never around. And at that point, at this point with all these movies, you're like, eh, okay, I guess that's what we have to do. I was at least happy that uh, Ashley Kimatulo's character got to be a real estate agent and not in marketing like they all are, right? But he plays him very goofy. And I just, <clears throat> and that made it difficult because Kimatula is over there doing Kimatula. She's acting. She's being, she's doing what you need the the Hallmark actress to do. Yes, she's right. she's acting. She's he's kind of a problem in this one for mm-hmm. me. Like I was like, oh man, you're, and he and he's remember how I picked on um, I picked I picked on Tyler Hines being the president of the Nathan Fillion fan club. Well, this Kevin McGarry is the president of the Kurt Russell fan club. That's he is trying so desperately to be Kurt Russell from Overboard that that. Uh, hi, how you doing? Kind of like, you know what I mean? The the sort of too cool for school guy. And it, which would be fine if at some point he kind of broke a little bit. But no, he's just, he plays a very, it's very flat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you yeah, think about Yeah, she sets the stage for the, you know, smitten, you know, throwing the line out there. But he just doesn't seem to grab onto the hook. He's just very... Um, boring in his uh, res- uh in his uh, actions in his behavior he's kind of acts a little bit like a uh I got the short end of the stick I'm a spoiled brat a little um, bit he doesn't have know, an, a, a like an art like a story art like it he starts out as being a little cynical and only winds up being slightly less cynical he doesn't, like you said, he doesn't take the, the hook from her. He doesn't go, he doesn't let you know, well, I'm kind of like yeah, fall, falling for this girl. There's She's, absolutely nothing. And, which is weird. Like when we when we have these actors and actresses that are ridiculously good looking people like uh, uh, Andrew Walker and Tyler Hines and, and Nikki DeLoach, like Kim Atul is gorgeous. So, and, and he's a good looking guy too. So it's like, you guys are like peanut butter and jelly. What's happening? You should be, you should be taking this bait, dude. She's. She's clearly into you, and she's not. Uh, she's a sweetheart. Like, what's going? What's happening? And he never goes from, yeah, I just don't want anybody to bother me about holiday. To to, hey, I'm going. Even when he's like drinking the eggnog and the eggnog scene, the gross egg. He's like, uh huh. He's got a weird look on his face. It's like, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And I, and I, and I didn't hate it. I was I was completely unaffected by it. And that's a problem, right? That we say it all the time. The two things that these movies have to have is charisma between the leads and writing, good writing. Well, I think what and they were trying to do was create him to be the stooge in the um, in this movie, and little snippets as it goes along, like her grandmother um, knits him it. a scarf 
and they all have like these scarves, these Christmas scarves that they wear. And then the Christmas gift that they give him is a picture of all of them together in their Christmas scarves. And so having received the scarf and then receiving the picture, his he's supposed to be, I think, opening right. up to... But his facial expression never changes. Letting family yeah. in, letting love in, and it... It was not convincing. It's at hard all. for me to tack that one on the writers because it's written in there that he's supposed to be that way, right? Like the the things that happen to him are supposed to be him gradually warming up. He just it's like this fade. No one can see me doing this. But it's like it's the straight. If you were to draw a stick figure, he would just have a line where his mouth is. Mm -hmm. It's just a. It's a very wooden, I don't, like, I'm trying not to harp on the guy, because I, I don't know anything else he's done. I think he was, like, a mountie on one of the, or, a, or one of the Royal Guard. I saw a picture of it, but well, I don't know. I, I just, so his basically, performance was, was, was painful, and I still liked the movie, which lets you know what I think about the rest of the people in it. I, I like some well, of Well, I'm going to, so I'm going to take over. So, okay. um, so during the movie, you know, like I said, before you go to the story, I'm sorry, let me interrupt you. Um, there is one more uh, one more character I wanted to, to get to. And his name is... Oh, the actor. Oh, the actor down there. Anyway, Dave is her is her brother-in-law. And he's got a he's got a real funny, like a real good funny moment where Ben... His name is Tucker uh, Bowman, the actor that plays him. He's got a funny moment where he was, he's got a restraining order on him at the hockey game because he gets too emotional. He's like a Kevin James. He plays a little bit of a Kevin James, kind of a big guy that's a little bit emotional and a little bit crazy or whatever and kind of falls down. And He's funny. He does a good job. I'm looking forward to seeing him in other things. And, and I like Becca. I'm sorry. Now you can go. That's about it. That's where we're Yeah, he's end. put in like a little timeout at, a, at the it, game. And yeah, he but can't it's funny. It's a good moment. In the Isn't weird? No, I'm going to let you go right after I say this. Not a lot of funny in this. No, I think that if they, they didn't have him as a character in there, I don't think I would have chuckled at all uh, in this movie. Mm. Um, so basically, having been introduced to uh, Becca, the friend or the cousin, mm. um, she goes on a run with her to try to sell a house mm. and offer some advice, and you kind of get an insight as to her maybe transitioning for from corporate real estate to local houses mm -hmm. because the because Becca brings up hey you know if you ever wanted to come back here I would love to start up yeah like a housing realtor uh, company business with you I think we would be great because she shares a little bit of insight with these prospective buyers who Becca seems to be losing their attention in the sale of this house and she makes some simple little changes or suggestions to change and the family or the couple falls in love with the house and says I think it's perfect and so it kind of opens up oh the idea of moving back to this area getting away from the corporate New York world that she's in now that she's you know was swept you know under the or What's the expression I'm looking for? Um, the rug got swept out from under her from that boyfriend, you mm -hmm. know, by yeah. stealing her yeah. uh, her client. So 
we know that that's potentially going to happen in the future. And then as he is working with this hockey team um, and not very happy because they're making him do these holiday um, mm. traditions and being involved in the in the town, one of them is, like you said, taking over and coaching her nephew's uh, hockey team. And even when he was doing that, there was no... I don't think he put any effort into trying to coach the hockey team. And I just thought it was really weird and random that when the kids did something, do you remember when the kids did something like scored a goal or blocked a puck or something like that, they automatically ran up to him and hugged him. And I thought that was like the most uncomfortable scene. Yeah. Because he's not a very emotion like his and he didn't but, give off any emotions in that scene. But him not giving off emotions in that scene would be fine if he did in the next scene because it shows he's growing. Right. But that never happens. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's like a stooge in this movie that's just Scrooge, not yeah. taking stooge his or cues. Scrooge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like he's not doing anything. Yeah. And she was always making attempts, like then she walked up to him and said, hey, you know, engaging. So her character was very charming and was very convincing, Mm -hmm. trying to, you know, I'm just a girl trying to meet a boy, you know, and he was just (laughs) completely not. Were you going to do Notting Hill there? (laughs) Well, it was, you know, she's putting herself out there. I love Notting Hill. And it's like, you know, you wanted to kind of slap this character and say, you know, either start reciprocating what she's putting out or get off the screen because two different movies. They were both in two different movies. And isn't it weird? Or is it me? The Hallmark movies we've watched more recently or any other they haven't all been Hallmark movies, but the movies we've watched recently, you know, the worst parts of them hmm. by far the love story. The love stories have been terrible. Yeah. It's like we watched three bed, two bath, one ghost. And it's like, and, and for Pete's sake, that's your, that's husband and wife. Nope. I didn't get much yeah. from that one. We watch uh, Field Day, and it would have been better if it had com- we said it been completely removed. Uh, checking it twice. Never Been Crisp was a disaster. Um, you know, I like M- Mr. Christmas more than you did, so I guess I would give that one a, a, a pass. But the best parts of this one were Ashley and Becca. I yeah. was like, will she come back home? She gonna. This is gonna be cool. She's gonna come back and start a real estate company. Like, give me a little uh, curious caterer with Ashley and Becca starting their real estate, and and then maybe introduce her to a love down the line. Because dollar store Kurt Russell is not cutting her. Like, I don't. <laughs> I mean, they're really honestly. Yeah, you know. So the end is that they they both you know make their you way. You don't have back. to even say the end because everybody already knows what the end's yeah. gonna be, and it's like, oh, you you guys will decide that you're both gonna stay in Idaho Falls. Because the part you didn't say, well, I don't know if you said it or not, but it the coach approaches uh, Scott at some point. I keep wanting to call him Mike. I don't know why. Uh, the coach approaches Scott at some point and gives him the coaching Bible that looks like an actual Bible. It's even got like the little Bible font on the front of it. This coach's Bible. And says, I think you'd be a really good coach. I've seen how you're working with the, the guys, the younger guys. And he's like, no, I don't. Coaching is for people that can't play is what my dad used to say. And it's like that. And you're like, eh. I, it was weird. And I guess it's because Kurt, Kurt Russell's been in some hockey movies too that I kept seeing Kurt Russell on the ice. So I was like, okay, I don't mind people that are doing, you know, that are kind of like 
doing a, a, a parody, like a homage to an, another actor. This could be good. But then every time he had to speak, I was like, are you happy? Are you sad? Are you upset? Are you in love? Do you, do you need to go to the bathroom? Like what's, what are you feeling currently? And if he had any point, if you could have turned this movie on and said, he's feeling X, I, I, I'd be impressed. Well, maybe what's happening is that Hallmark is just seeing that they have something here, like a kind of mm. like a cash cow, but they're, they're making an assembly line worth of movies. And it's, it, it you know, I think there was an uptick in, in viewers in mm. Hallmark movies and they really spit out, you know, the good classic ones. And now it's just like, they're like, Let's get it out. Let's get so it maybe out. Maybe I am going to start being harder on these actors and actresses, even though I'm extremely complimentary of most of them. We've said it before, or I've said it a million times. Hallmark's a machine. Hallmark is. That's brilliant what you just said. They're just churning out 30, 40 of these a year. It's up to the actors and actresses to make the individual ones special. Because Hallmark is just saying, an hour and 24 minutes, and hit these story beats. Take me back to a hometown at some point. Make them fall in love. That's what Hallmark is saying. It's up to the actors and the actresses to go, we're going to make this special. Mm-hmm. And that's why I have such respect for the ones that do. The Kimatulas that go, I don't know if she's saying I want a Hollywood, a shot at Hollywood. I think she's been in some other things before. I think she's just saying, I have pride. I'm going to do the best that I can in these because I've now seen two movies of hers. She's been spectacular in both. Yeah. One of the well, movies was spectacular, but the other one, she was spectacular. It's it's kind of like, you know, the original, you know, I've, I've said this in life about how, you know, the way that they used Ooh, to make houses. We're Dalai Lama moment. You said, <laughs> I've said this in no, life. No, like the way that they used to make houses and cars, like, you know, the materials were, were better. The, they took their time, you know, the foundation, the structure of last long and it you know is weatherproof I guess you could say as a metaphor and you know times have changed that you know houses are going up left and right and the materials are not like they used to and things are falling apart cars you, you know you just they're... laid some back in my day smackdown on top of Hallmark movie quality well because this, good. this movie is a perfect example it's you know you take Kim Matula, and she's a, an OG, you know, she's mm. come from good quality movies, and you throw her in there with, with you know, this other co-star who, you know, we've never... Kim Matula, you are an OG. I think we need to, that you just know, needs to be and, the, your takeaway from this, if you're hearing it. And you, you're mixing, you know, a good foundation and, you know, plastic materials that they use nowadays, and... It's just not working. It's just, it's falling apart and you need to re-examine and, and, you know, like holiday and handcuffs and just all those old. Do something different or do the formula better. Do something different or do the same thing, but do it at a higher level of quality. And, and they've got a, a checklist. Here's your Christmas uh, uh, parallel they've got a checklist and as long as the boxes get checked 
I think I'm going to make one for a future podcast. I'm going to make the episode. I'm going to make the Hallmark checklist. And we'll go through it at the beginning. And it'll be not very funny, but it'll be funny to me. Yeah. Um, well, you're right, though. Everything you're saying right now, I agree with completely. Though, I still did like it. It's got a great Christmas look. I mean, at least they got Christmas in it. Got a great Christmas look. Um, a couple of good performances. Otherwise, I think Becca's good. Dave's good. Uh, the, those two characters are great. Uh, I, I said Becca, and then I didn't even say the actress. Talking to you. Jamila uh, Hutton, mm-hmm. I think. You're right, but her name is uh, Jamila Hall. Oh, Hall. Good job, yeah. Jamila Hall is fantastic in it. She's good. I'd watch a show with the two of them, and Tucker Bowman as Dave is good. I think that dude knows he was he was given his. You know when you watch a, a movie, a show, whatever you're watching, and you're like, oh, that person's going for broke. You can just see it. Mm-hmm. They're like swinging for the fences. Sports metaphors, betting metaphors all day long. They're swinging for the fences. Uh, Tucker Bowman was swinging for the fences. Yeah, and 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 Becca played a uh, uh, Jamila. What did I say? Hall. She played a she played a much more subdued role that was really good. I hope we see her in some other things. And I mean, this is going to be. Uh, oh. This is me, I guess, being a little materialistic or shallow when it comes to um, criticizing these um, movies. But when there was something I'm so scared, when there's something cute or worth mentioning, just like the inside of that, you know, gift shop at the yeah. airport, is when her and uh, Becca were getting their nails done. Yeah. Um, the way that they painted them with the little Christmas. Uh, motif or whatever was so cute i thought oh, it was really okay good. good i thought you were about to criticize somebody's looks again i was like no i just thought and i'm thinking you know if this is what i gotta get take out of this you know i'm just gonna yeah. have to you gotta search for the get, a, get advertise the good out of it. it. I, I liked it more than that but i but i won't want to watch it next year who am mm-hmm. i kidding we're not we don't have time to watch hardly anything with all the shows we're trying to watch and record the episodes but i don't i'm not interested in seeing it again yeah, so we can just end this on that note. And what would you rate it? Oh, yeah, I'm glad you brought the rating thing. I'm going to say a 2.7. Oh, I'm not going that. 3.4, 3.3, 3.5. I don't know. Like, there are bits of it I would go, oh, Beck and, and uh, Ashley are talking, and they're going to uh, they're gonna start a real estate school. This would be kind of cool. Ooh, that house they showed is gorgeous. Oh, my gosh, the mountains and the pond or whatever it was, the lake in the background. I'm like, this is really good. I said pond only a country thing nobody else says pond it would have been a lake even if it was a pond right but i uh, i was like oh this is kind of cool show more of this and and then did did uh becca's just getting over her problem and actually i was already in a different movie i was mm-hmm. like yep i don't don't care what scott's got going on honestly that looks like every other boring drama that is terrible well, there's nothing funny so well eh. we challenge you all to watch it and yep. if you have Things you'd like to add or agree or disagree, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, just remember to do something that makes you happy today. 